1: welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Man Freddy, and joining me, as always, is Z- this one's so bad, Zachy Callahan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh wow! I,
1: I thought about it for like a second, and I was like, "Yeah, that's a good idea." And then, oh, it, and man. then I said it out loud, and I was like, "Oh, fuck!" <laughs> <laughs>
0: I you uh, swore anyway. With that one, all right, all right.
1: Anyway. What is going on? What is going on, Zach? How you doing, my man? After going, that terrible nickname,
0: it's going pretty good. Today is a chill day right now for me. Uh, but, uh, just we're recording this over there.
1: What are you doing? <sighs> just, um, just oh, we're just recording over here. <laughs> he says as he flexes his guns.
0: On <laughs> not on a purpose, I swear, I swear. <laughs> uh, but uh, for real, it's hot, but I don't mind it because Great American Bash is tonight, and I'm very excited to watch that. My boy Cameron Grimes is probably going to lose, and it's going to make me (laughs) sad, but you know, he'll do great.
1: Right, I forgot you're a big NXT guy over there.
0: Yes, my brother watches it, and for the sake of having something to talk about with him, I watch it. Eventually, AEW will get mixed in with there too, so I can talk to my dad about that. But for him, I talk about Impact, because he loves Impact a lot.
1: I'm so unbelievably behind on TV wrestling these days.
0: Yep. I only barely keep up with the main product, and it's because it's a habit now, and it's very easy to digest a oh, three-hour Raw in 30 minutes.
1: That's fair. That's fair. A lot does happen in Raw that
0: could be just cut out. Yes, 100%, and the people who do the YouTube videos do a pretty good job most of the time of getting all the stuff that I need to see, and if I don't, I'll just go on Squared Circle and I'll have something of like it.
1: Yeah, you're right. You know, good storylines is why we watch independent wrestling, which is what we are here to bring you more of this week. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Great transition. Ten out of ten. Uh, <laughs> so, Zach, what matches have you brought to the table this week to check out?
0: For those of you that are new, that are new to this or I didn't listen last week, I have Robo the Punjabi Lion versus Logan Easton Larue. What a name! What if that first name? Jeez. Yes. Robo, uh, two very long names. <laughs> very long names with a good match. Not as long as their names. Uh, <laughs> And then we have Miranda Alise going against Ricky Starks. That one is. I'm nice. going to about
1: that match. That match Nice. Is. Very cool. Very cool. And this week I brought to the table Heidi Lovelace and Kimberly taking on, or Heidi Lovelace formerly, or currently known as Ruby Riot, or I guess not anymore. I don't know. She, she, she'll probably go with Heidi, honestly. Probably. Anyway, you probably know her as Ruby Riot. Uh, and Kimberly taking on Chris Dickinson and Sammy Callahan. That uh, in a tag team match.
0: Oh, that that match is probably a slobber knocker.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, and the next one, and the next one I brought is Trish Adora versus Lee Moriarty from Battle Club Pro. Oh. <laughs> oh. I believe it is for the. Give me one second here. The Pan African <sighs> Despara Championship. I
0: saw advertisements for this match when I was looking for what to watch uh, next week, and I was like, "Oh, that match will slap." If I could ever find a link for it. Yes, the
1: match was, uh, it, it's exactly, I will say right off the bat, it is definitely your kind of wrestling match. Hell yeah. All right, well, why don't we get, and then of course we have our surprise match that me and Zach both took a look at, which we'll get to later, so stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, who started off last week in terms of reviewing?
0: Me, because I did the Roma, Maria, Tucker match.
1: All right, then I'll kick us right off then. All, All right. right. So, I'm st- I'll am start off We'll start off with Heidi Lovelace and Kimberly taking on Chris Dickinson and Sammy Callahan. Word. uh this match this match was just a slobber knocker, yeah, like you said before uh it was Dickinson and Callahan just absolutely giving the business to Lovelace and Kimberly and like just like powering over them in the ring right mm mm-hmm. so this match started off like literally right off the bat and uh the bell rings and Kimberly and Ruby riot just immediately go after Dickinson and Callahan nice. immediately take hit him with gut kicks knock him out of the ring. Hit him with, uh, Lovelace goes for a suicide dive onto the both of them, onto Dickinson mm-hmm. and Callahan, uh, and they catch her, and then while they're holding her, Kimberly hits her own suicide dive, uh, and hits into Heidi Lovelace and knocks them both over. Nice. Like the double team suicide dive. hmm Uh, that was cool. Uh, but then as soon as this match got back in the ring, uh, I believe, uh, Callahan was the one who starts this one off, and he immediately takes control. Mm-hmm. Um he is just being really really violent just throwing around heidi lovelace this whole like the whole match um then there's one point then uh he finally makes the tag into uh Chris Dickinson, who again just like overpowers uh overpowers heidi Lovelace mm-hmm. uh and there's just one point where uh Heidi is down. Yeah. And there was some history between Heidi and the other two, mm-hmm. or Dickinson and Callahan, because they used to be in the tag team together, but Heidi left. Gotcha. Which is why they're mad at her right now. Mm-hmm, okay. And there's one point where Callahan has her, like, on her knees in the ring, and he just spits in her face, and it's like, whoa, dude. Oh,
0: wow, bro. Too far, Holy too far. Holy shit,
1: yeah. It's like, wow, man, that's crazy. I, I guess I shouldn't have expected that out of Sammy Callahan, because mm-hmm. uh, history says he's kind of a shithead, but... Uh, yeah, so I guess I should have seen that coming, but it just took me by surprise. You know, It was like, "Wow, we're going, we're going in on this one, huh?"
0: Just yep, just going full, full in.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one point where uh, Dickinson has Heidi Lovelace up for a suplex and just holds her for like 45 minutes, mm-hmm. and then starts doing squats after holding her for so long. Of
0: course, course, and it's course. like
1: a straight two minutes of just like this suplex happening. And I was like, oh, no, all the blood that must be rushing to her head right now.
0: God, that must be, what's the word here I'm looking for? That must be dizzying.
1: Yeah, right? That was absolutely ridiculous. Then uh, after that suplex, uh, Lovelace is down. Actually, she kicks out, and Dickinson grabs a mic, Mm -hmm. and he just starts cutting a promo on (laughs) Lovelace in the ring, like in the middle of the match. (laughs) Okay. He's like, he's like, he's like, you shouldn't have left. I'll st- I'll give you one last chance right now. Leave her trash ass, and he points at Kimberly, and he's like, "And hey, come with the winners. We mm-hmm. can take you to greatness and stuff like that." Yeah, you know, trying to get her, trying to get her to like go with them.
0: Yeah, and yeah, she yeah. just
1: spits back in his face.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh shit!
1: And then like she spits back at his face, and then like hits him with a forearm, and like gets fired up at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally is able to make a tag into um uh, uh Kimberly on mm-hmm. the outside. Uh and it was it was pretty good uh because they were doing some great tag team moves back and forth, taking out Dickinson. They started getting some momentum finally. Yep. Um and then at one point there was like a big double team attempt that they tried to do on Dickinson, and Callahan reversed it and like took them both down.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh
1: what happens next uh was that There's one point where uh, Ruby Riot or (laughs) Tiny Lovelace, and um, Kimberly take out Callahan, basically. Or take out, not Callahan, take out Dickinson. Uh, And then Callahan comes in, tries to start beating down Heidi Lovelace again, but Kimberly jumps in, makes the save, like spears him off, and then these two have a sequence of their own while Lovelace and Dickinson are down. Oh, okay. Callahan and Callahan and Kimberly run a sequence where they just keep hitting each other, with strikes back and forth. And then the, the sequence ends when they both bounce off the ropes and hit each other with a bicycle kick.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: <laughs> and knock each other out. And the whole ring is down at this point. It's getting wild. Then there's then everyone gets back to their feet. Dickinson and Lovelace, who are the legal people, go back in the ring. Uh, mm. and. After a while of fighting, uh, Dickinson gets Lovelace up for, like, one of those packaged tombstone pile drivers Mm-hmm. And hits her with it, and she kicks out.
0: Oh. oh, shit, okay.
1: Um, and then, after that, Callahan comes in, and he's like, fine, she wants to kick out, we'll finish it. And they start picking her up to do a double Pazuzu bomb, where she had, okay. they have, like, crucifix style, like, one on either yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're about to, like, just throw her across the ring. But then Kimberly ends up making the save, um, getting in there, like, knocking, like, pulling Riot off of them, uh, and trying to, like, get at, get at the two here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Callahan takes her out. They go to the outside and start brawling out there. Uh, and then, but this gave Heidi the chance to escape, and she got up on the top rope, and she <laughs> meteorized Dickinson.
0: Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay, shit.
1: And it was, it was awesome.
0: I was just, um, like, sitting there, and I'm like, oh, what is he gonna do? Oh, oh, all right. Damn!
1: Oh, what I forgot to mention was while they were setting up that spot on yeah. the other corner, when they fought to the outside, they started going. They started working their way back up to the top two. Dickinson, uh, not uh, Callahan and Kimberly. Mm-hmm. So they were on the other turnbuckle while they yeah. were doing that spot. And okay. after after uh, Lovely hits the meteora, her and her and Dickinson are out of the ring, and it's just mm-hmm. Kimberly and Callahan, and and Kimberly gets Callahan up in a Pazuzu bomb and drops him off the top rope
0: oh. and pins him for the win. How?
1: The ending was spectacular. <laughs> this, ma- this match was sweet. Um, I, I, I think I gotta give it the mark out the way I'm like freaking out about it. This match Ooh. was absolutely awesome. Um, They killed each other, these two teams. Uh, it was a little slower paced than how I was describing it and I was a little over, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you get the picture right like it's a lot yeah. of it's a lot of big spots it's a lot of big crazy spots uh and two teams that hate each other with like a little with like some story thrown in there of team Pazuzu trying to get Lovelace back with this weird like tough love kind of thing you know mm-hmm. like stop like come back we don't want to beat you up anymore, but we will if we have to
0: yeah 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 I got you
1: um and
0: it was it was pretty good I liked it a lot cool sounds good I'm glad you liked it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely, definitely enjoyed it. Uh what's your first match of the week?
0: Alright. Let's go with let's go with Robo and LaRue's match for me. Okay, so, okay. To start off this match, the crowd for this was fantastic. They okay. both they all also they really liked Robo and they absolutely despise LaRue. I've nice. never seen a crowd hate someone simply for their introduction more than this.
1: Uh MJF
0: true <laughs> they literally were like from a he that LaRue hails from a gated community inside a gated community and surrounded by a gated community and the what moment a, they what lit, a dickhead the, the, the announcer said gated it was just from there it was just hatred Just pure hatred to see this man get beat up
1: that's ridiculous what a stupid intro
0: <laughs> I was just like you know I'm like I'll take I'm like I kind of love that intro I'm not gonna lie oh it's pretty good don't get me wrong it's just it's so extra. It's a great way to get heat. Oh, yeah. All right, so uh, this ma- the actual wrestling for this match, though, starts off with these two grappling for each other, jockeying for control. Robo wins, though, because he is much stronger than Laru. Laru is kind of a more slimmer but faster type deal. Okay. Uh, he wins this by grabbing Laru in a waist lock and just kind of picking him up and slamming him to the mat. So okay. LaRue fires back immediately by getting up getting Robo in the waistlock and then he trips him so he falls face first and then he walks all over his back over his head which and as he's taunting the crowd Robo gets up and man if looks could kill this (laughs) would be a massacre it is just like you motherfucker and he goes to beat him up and LaRue runs to the ropes and gets the ref to to go away and as he's like pushing Robo away. He's taunting him more and I'm like, you just want to die. You want to die? <laughs> want to die? I guess you want to die. Guess you do. So the two then exchange waistlocks once again until Robo rolls up LaRue and LaRue then kicks him in the stomach and goes for an Irish whip. But Robo, of course, like I said, is just stronger so he's able to overpower an Irish whip him instead before nailing him with a drop kick, which sends him to the floor. LaRue staggers to his feet then only to turn around and get leveled by a stinging chop to the chest.
1: Stinging? I like
0: that. It's <laughs> dumb. Following this, uh, thank you. By the way, I it took. It, I, I like to vary my words when I say this, and sometimes it makes writing these much longer than it would be. <laughs> so, following this, Robo attempts to he. What is it? Um, he attempts to go for like a a suplex and then a fireman's carry, but Larue is like really good at. Like, being able to keep himself away from, like, getting slammed by these, right? Mm -hmm. And eventually, he wiggles out of the fireman's carry. So, after this, I have written down, he then foolishly forearms Robo's back, which he no-sells. Oh, no. (laughs) So, he goes for a running strike instead. Like, he was like, alright, maybe if I run and hit him, it'll be fine. So, instead, Robo just hits him with, like, a Randy Orton-style, like, just a crisp scoop power slam. Nice. great. This then leads into a pretty innovating-looking spot here, where he, um... Where, like, LaRue drags himself to the ropes, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he goes into the apron, so he has himself... He has his... He's got his legs on the, on the middle rope, and he's in between the top and middle rope, right? And he's got his arms over the top rope, and he's just kind of sitting there, right? Mm-hmm. And Robo just kind of then just keeps punching LaRue... LaRue then gets hit backwards. He falls back, and right when he's about to fall out of the ring, his legs, like his knees hit the top rope, so he rebounds back into the ring, where he Ooh. then gets, keeps getting hit over and over again. Yikes. Looks awesome. And, uh, it's just, so, uh, LaRue actually is actually able to get out of this by, uh, grabbing him when he goes for a the, another punch. Because after getting punched, like, twice like this, LaRue's like, okay, this is, I've had about enough of this. So he grabs... Uh, robo and he kind of like pulls back and he runs him like throat first into the top rope so he finally gets him off of him and seeing this opportunity R- larue immediately pounces onto him just beats him down a couple minutes of just after this where just larue is just straight up dominating robo he cannot get anything going at this point this does come to an end after uh robo is able to actually power out of this really deep sleeper hole that larue's got him in mm-hmm. and he Beams him in the face with a forearm to the jaw, a kick to the gut, and then follows it up with an Oklahoma roll. This then sets off LaRue after he kicks out of this, where he then hits a fantastic-looking Gamangiri. Then a clothesline to Robo on the ropes, which LaRue then uses to fly through the middle and top rope to the outside, basically. Like, he, like, jumps and clotheslines him on the ropes and then slips through the middle and top rope, basically. Kind of like how, like, The Miz does his clothesline in the corner. You know what I'm talking about? Mm Mm-hmm. It's like that, but he goes through the outside. It looks really cool. Very nice. LaRue then slingshots himself into the ring, and then he gets wiped out by just an absolutely filthy knee to the face. Like, he sold this shit like death. Jeez. Mm Mm-hmm. So then Robo pops off and elbows LaRue in the face. When he runs at him in the corner, he knocks him down several times with running strikes, and then hits him with an atomic drop, and then finishes him off with a super kick to the face, which knocks him down. Get, except LaRue just doesn't want to stay down, and he's able to actually kick out out of this. So Robo nice. then gets in the corner, waits for him to stand up. He goes for the running knee again, but LaRue's actually able to counter it with a bridging German suplex, and then an absolutely disgusting super kick to his face. He then tries to go for what I think was sliced bread, but Okay. Robo, of course, overpowers him again, pushes him off of him, and then headbutts him twice in the face Ooh. Leaving him just stunned, standing in the middle of the ring. Wow! He then hits the running knee again, lifts Laro to his shoulders, and then nails him with a fireman's carry sit-out bomb for the win. Wow! This that
1: match sounds intense.
0: Great. It's a great match. This match was like I think at, it was like seven minutes, but it was a it was a great match that I would l- like again. We've said it plenty of times. I would love to see these two go even further. Yeah, hundred percent. Awesome. Wrestling was well executed, strikes were on point, character work by these two was good as well, like, Luru was being a total, like, snob the whole match, Robo was just, did a really good job of just being a very angry man, who also, like, <laughs> was, like, the face of the match, too, like, he's like, this man is unbearable, I will beat his ass for mm-hmm. you all. I'm gonna give this match a high meh. For, okay. It was, a, it was a good match for the, how short a time it was, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. very
1: nice. Very nice. All right. So this next match is much slower paced <laughs> because this is Trisha Dora versus Lee Moriarty from Battle Club Pro for the Pan-African Diaspora Championship, which is currently held by Trisha Dora.
0: hmm
1: And this is, if you looked up the textbook definition of, you know, like in the old wrestling games when you used to create a character, it used to, give, it used to make you give you a style Yeah. Where it was, like, technician, high flyer, showboat, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. This was, if you looked at the textbook definition of what technical is, Mm -hmm. that's what this whole match is. (laughs) Two people just going back and forth with submission holds, wearing each other down, uh, with little bursts of momentum in between, right? Gotcha. Little, like, flashes of movement, and then back to just, like, a technical... Um, what's the word like a like a class on technical wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like these are these are different ways you can get out of submission holds. You know, mm-hmm. that's what gotcha. this whole match is. Yeah. Um. So there's no really big because of that. There's no really big spots to talk about.
0: Oh, I see.
1: Yeah, because the way it's just. Like, a lot of the highlights are just the cool ways they reverse each other, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there's one point where Adora breaks out of a submission, like, and she, like, kicks him in the head and lands an elbow, and then goes right back into a submission hold, right? Mm -hmm. It's just, like, they get up, have this big burst of momentum where something huge happens, and then they fall back to the grass. It's not not bad, per se, because it is interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, I just wish it had those speedy points more. Like, I get yeah. it, but, like, that's, again, not my kind of wrestling, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I did, funnily enough, after I said all that, I did like this match a lot, actually.
0: <laughs> all right, that's good to uh, hear.
1: Yeah, like, it, it was, it felt like I wanted the, the faster spots, but also it it was paced very well, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, those big flashes of the pan always came at just the right time. Uh, when yep. you were like, alright, I'm starting to get a little oh cool. <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm uh, starting to go, oh cool. Ooh yeah. a piece of candy. Basically, um in I'm gonna go a little deeper with this, I guess. In Magic the Gathering there's this thing called control. It's like an archetype where you like basically disrupt your opponent's things for all yep. game until you are able to play your big unbeatable stuff.
0: Right? Yep. Wentz has got stuff like that. You scroll control decks so you disrupt the enemy and you do all your stuff, but they don't get to have fun. The exactly. Get to have fun.
1: Exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh that's what it felt like two of those decks going against each other. Gotcha. Just two Makes people sense. playing the long game, waiting for that moment to like wearing each other down until they find that right moment to lay in their finisher, right? Mm-hmm. Um And the finish of the match is actually great because the way it ends is they just like say, "All right, you know what? This submission shit's not working." And then they both just get up and just start killing each other. Yeah. Uh, like at one point, Moriarty hits Adora with like a modified gory bomb into a submission which she breaks out of, mm-hmm. and then she hits a big move, and then he hits a big move back, ooh, and then and then Adora hits like a back like a Tilt a World backbreaker mm-hmm. on <laughs> Moriarty. Uh. And then, at one point, they just start trading roll-ups back and forth. Mm -hmm. Like, the whole match, they're just trading roll-ups. Oh, what, what? just like... Not the whole match, like, like, the end-this, end bit. Yeah, the ending portion, yeah, 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 yeah. They're just, like, going back and forth, like, trading pins, trading pins, until, eventually, Trish Adora does take home the victory.
0: Ooh. Makes sense, makes sense. Oh,
1: speaking of trading pins, there's one thing I wanted to mention from my last match. Okay. (laughs) There was one funny point... Part that I remember that your that your match reminded me of, but uh, there was one point where. Kimberly and Sammy Callahan were trading the world. They were just going back and forth like the sunset flip ones, you know. Yeah. But the way they were going back and forth was when Sammy Callahan was on top, Ruby Riot would kick or Heidi Lovelace would kick him. He would fall back. Kimberly would get into the pin, and then Dickinson mm-hmm. was on the other side. He would kick Kimberly, knock <laughs> her over, and Sammy Callahan would get back in the pin. And it was just like this seesaw
0: of pins that
1: happened. That was very funny.
0: Sounds like it was, it's fun to watch.
1: Yeah. So anyway, back to back to this Back to the Dora Moriarty match. This match was very good. The roll-ups end up ending uh, where Trish ends up getting the upper hand and getting one tight roll-up in where Moriarty isn't able to kick out, and she retains her title. Nice. Yeah. Uh, This match was like, like I said, it was a grind, but it was very, very, I think, solidly paced for a match like that. Uh, Mm -hmm. It had bursts of momentum where it needed it. Gotcha. And I think it was overall a very solid wrestling match. It's great to hear. Yeah, so I'm gonna give it a high meh from me. Uh,
0: fair enough, fair enough.
1: Because as you know, I would probably if I was if it was you or Ryan, I think this won't be a markout out for you.
0: <laughs> but yeah.
1: Well, maybe not Ryan. Ryan's very strict. Um, this is true. Yeah, but I I think it might be a mark out for you because it's your kind of match. I think you would appreciate this match much more than me because I am much more of a person who likes those high bursts of energy. Uh and when mm. I only got them every now and again it was weird. Instead gotcha. of like all
0: the time. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense.
1: Like I'm more of a guy who likes uh what was the match the the, the with Angelico from a couple oh. weeks ago?
0: Oh wait, uh Angelico going against uh oh man, hold on. What what was his name again? What was his name? What was his name? It was the uh it was the Italian wrestling match. Ashley Dunn. Right, Ashley Dunn, yeah. I, like, I like that, I, that, I loved that match. Yeah, that match was great. That
1: match was awesome, because they just, it was exactly my kind of wrestling. It was, like, like Lucha, like, like, I think, like I said, I think, I think I said, what did I say? This? I think I love Lucha Wrestling. Like, I just gotta get into it more, you know? I think Lucha, it, uh, Lucha Wrestling might be my shit, and I need to just look into it. But, anyway, I think you would love this match. You were a much more of a strong style, technical wrestler kind of fan. Mm. Uh, this was just two people trying to, like, overpower each other in terms of submission holds, and I think you would like it a lot. But I give it a high, man. Me- I'm still giving it its respect, because it was still a very good wrestling match, um, that I, re- that I respected and appreciated. Nice! Yeah. Alright. So, what All is right. your second match of the week, my guy? It is the
0: Starks and Alyse match.
1: Right. How was that? It's
0: good. Uh, thanks to commentary, I had a nice little, there was a nice little story going into this match. hmm That was that... Ricky Starks was a new signee to Hurricane Pro Wrestling. Okay. And uh, he, this was his, I think this like one of his first matches or his first match. Can't remember off the top of my head if they weren't clear about it. Interesting. So he didn't want to lose to Ali Say. And the sure. story with Ali Say. So Ali Say, they were booking her as being a bit more experienced as an intergender wrestler. Why? She has wrestled a... Man who is not to be mentioned in the wrestling world, but had a really good match with him, so she is experienced. That's fair. So, if you listen to this match, you'll hear his name. I'm not going to say his name on here, but you'll hear his name and you'll know what I'm talking about. Okay. Anywho. So, this match starts off with a brief colonel tie-up. Tie it's this, the classic hoe of starting any match. And, uh, Starks gets the best of it. He then, uh... <laughs> so, like, he gets Ali, he, he gets say in the corner, Right. Mm-hmm. and he goes to shake her hand, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'll shake her hand, and she tries to roll him up. Okay. And... <laughs> nice. So when he kicks out of it, the two, like, kind of get up, and I like, have the stare down where he's like, oh, you... <laughs> they both know, like, what... They're like, all right, fine. Game on, bitch. Let's fucking do this shit. <laughs> so Ricky then immediately on the next time the two of these two lock up, he just shoves her right into the corner, just like, kind of, like, shoves her really hard in the chest, and the crowd is like, oh, shit. So she walks up to him and slaps him right across the face. Holy moly. So he sl- so he rolls to the outside. Nice. And uh, so she then runs out after him on the outside. And he goes to roll into the ring, like, you know, do the classic heel, like, I'm just going to wait for you to get in the ring and beat you up. Except we get this awesome-looking spot where, like, she grabs both his legs and she spins him mid-entering the ring around so that he's now facing her. Mm-hmm. And then... As he's spinning, she just clocks him in the face with a forearm. I was okay. like, oh damn. I was like, okay, shit. And after this, uh, Starks tries to get some offense in in the ring, but uh she, of course, is able to counter it with a series of arm drags, and then she finishes it off with a Hurricane Rana. From this point on, Miranda, or least say, is pretty much dominant for a little bit. There's several loud chops to Starks' chest while he's leaning on the ropes. There's a point here where Starks is actually able to shoulder tackle her to the mat, and when he's trying to run the ropes, she drops down, and then <laughs> This was fucking hilarious to me. It surprisingly worked for once in a wrestling match. You know, like when opponents when you throw someone to the ropes and you try to drop down to trip them? Mm-hmm. It actually trips Starks. And it <laughs> sent him crashing across the ring to the outside on the floor. And commentary basically sounds like a solution of laughing and being like, oh my god, it actually worked for once.
1: It actually worked! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Starks full on bump for this too. Like he went crashing to the outside. I was just like, I cannot believe that just happened. Alright, fuck yeah <laughs> That's very good. So, of course say goes out of the ring, goes to goes to uh She chases him basically Well she goes to she starts to go to chase him, right? Mm-hmm. Fuck that up there a bit. And uh instead of chasing him though, she kinda like looks at him and she aims and as Starks, like, you know, talking shit as Starks does. She uh Chases him with a suicide dive to the outside, and then starts to spank him on the uh, the railing a couple <laughs> times. Okay, and unfortunately for her, she gets onto the apron. She goes for what I assume is a hurricane Rana, but starts at this point has kind of had enough of her shit, and he's able to grab her at like mid hurricane Rana, hold her, and then he just slams her head first into the guardrail several times. Commentary is like, "You should disqualify him for that," but the ref's not going to do it because this match is already popping off pretty much and then after this it's all Ricky for a while okay like Alice tries many times to make a comeback with these makes a comeback with several hard hitting strikes but Starks just maintains control there's like a point he gets her in the corner rams his shoulder into her gut several times um, he knees her in the face then he like he's like ramming he's like grinding his knee into her face he puts his foot on her throat all while the ref at this point is telling him to like stop being a dickhead and he's like I have to the count of five to stop and the ref <laughs> does the same thing every ref does so they're like you're not wrong and he's still telling them to get him off there's a funny mo- moment here where, like he's just got her on the floor and he tried to pin her and she kicks that right and you see he's like standing on his feet going like oh, damn what what am i gonna do now and she she just starts kicking his fucking knee <laughs> and he did such a good job of selling this because she kicks him and he's like it's kind of like when you um when you're walking when you're running through your house and you hit your shin on a coffee table. And, like, it's just pain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, Ricky starts, like, selling it like that. And then she kicks him again. And she actually gets him down to his knees. So, of course, he beats her ass again. But it's just... Of course. It was great selling by him that, like... Especially throughout the whole match. But this one in particular I liked. Because it just shows how he was selling her strikes. And not, like, no selling her. And making me be like, oh, she's got no chance at actually beating him at all. Mm-hmm. It's nice. So, then we probably get to my... Then we get to probably my favorite spot of the match. So, eventually, Alise actually gets into a back and forth strike fest with Ricky and she's actually able to attempt a sunset flip but Starks blocks it because he sees it coming however in the process of her trying to like pull Ricky into the sunset flip pin she half pulls his trunks down and just shows everyone his ass (laughs) basically shades back to the effy Ricky Starks match which and all of you should watch that we reviewed on here very good and uh So Ricky smacks her hands to get her hands off of his trunks, and he goes. (laughs) This man goes for a leg drop, which she rolls out of the way, so he lands ass first on the apron. Mm -hmm. And then, surprisingly, as she runs the ropes, Starks gets up and just hits her with a jumping hip attack, which is basically Naomi's rear view. Okay. And I was just like, this man just hit a rear view on a woman with his with his ass hanging out. I'm like, (laughs) fair play. And as as he's pinning her, like he's just like pulling up his trunks, and she kicks out, and he's like. Alright, fine. So he, uh, he stays control after this, continues beating her down. There's even a point where a fan starts to like make fun of him about, uh, I think his, hip, his uh, trunk's getting pulled down. And I only know he says this because he tells the guys, like, where is your mom? My bed last night. And I was just like, <laughs> oh my god. Got him. Basically, yeah. Uh, so, eventually, at, funnily enough, this uh, him jawing off with this fan actually ends up biting him in the ass. Haha. Wordplay. Because it gives Alice enough time to actually recover. And the next time he goes to pick her up, she actually sends him to the floor with a bunch of forearms to the face. And then a hurricane Rana once again. She then, uh, at this point, has regained control. After the previous spot, Starks crawls to the corner to recover. And not wanting to let up, she then hits him with a running forearm to the face, followed by a running boot to the face. Which she then runs to the other corner, points at him and says, Fuck you, Ricky! And she kicks him right in the face with a running kick. Damn. Total face wash. She then goes to the top rope, but Starks is actually able to dodge her as she jumps off of it. So she then hits him with a tilt-a-whirl stunner, which looked also looked quite cool. And then finally, she goes for several roll-up attempts, and when this fails repeatedly to get the job done, she sends Starks flying to the mat with a crucifix bomb pinning combination, Jeez. which I am a sucker for the crucifix bomb. It's Always such a good. cool-looking fucking move. And then following this, uh, Ricky actually is able to kick out of this, and Get into the match one more time, thanks to his amazing-looking spear. Which, if you've ever seen a Ricky Stark match, you know this man is an, a god-tier spear. Mm-hmm. There's then a funny part after this where <laughs> Ricky tries to like clap, like you know, how, like a heel sarcastically claps to get like the the crowd to go for the face. Like, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Say- like, or like I think he's like Miranda's what he said, mm-hmm. and I think he's like instead he's saying Ricky, Ricky, <laughs> and instead of getting anything, the ch- crowd just instantly boos the shit out of him. And he, with this shocked expression on his face, he like mouths the words, Are they booing me? Unbelievable. And the commentary just loses it. <laughs> he's, he's like, Is Are they, they, booing they booing me? Because he's been a horrible dickhead the whole match, all match. He's just been being the worst to her and the crowd. So, shortly after this, Alize eventually attempts to uh, regain control of the match by kicking Starks in the face several times. But Starks actually able to counter it with a code breaker and then a massive looking power bomb, which just wipes her out. However, she kicks out again, so Ricky decides to go to the top rope to finish this match. He's done. He's done with this shit. He should have lost by now, as far as he's concerned. Mm -hmm. Except, unfortunately for him, Alexei is able to get up quick enough to avoid this, and after several attempts on the top rope of hitting Ricky, like, she, like, gets up and keeps hitting him, but he keeps kicking her off. Mm -hmm. She finally is able to drop him with a super flex and hit him with a Shining Wizard for the win. That is my, by the way, I think, fifth match in the last two weeks or something like that. That has had a shining wizard be the ending of the match for some reason. <laughs> you just love, you just love shining wizards. Evidently, it's like my Spanish, it's like your Spanish fly, my Shining Wizard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. This is a very entertaining match to watch, and it was pretty much well wrestled for the most part. There were like two or three spots where like it kind of looked iffy, and it was like the Hurricane Rana and the tilt a World spots where like Alice tried to like get her body all the way around, and like you could see Ricky like had to like use his strength to push her where she needed to be. Mm-hmm. But they were salvaged and they both looked pretty great, to be honest. I think Starks, in my opinion, carried a ton of this match. Like, he added so much flair and style to this from his selling to his facial expressions to his character work that, like, it bumped this match up. And I'm going to give this match a mark out, to be honest. Nice! This match was fucking great. I love Ricky Starks, and I loved this match. Very entertaining match that you'll probably watch next week. So I (laughs) enjoyed as much as I did.
1: Hey, alright, there we go. Uh... Yeah, you're probably going to get the match I just talked about. That, too, that that seems like your kind of style. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. Sweet. Now, I guess that means it's time to get to the one we both took a look at. Yes. Uh, which you picked for us this week, so why don't you tell us what you picked?
0: I wanted to pick a match for someone that I both was familiar with but hadn't seen in a minute, so I decided to give us Daniel Garcia, love this man, mm-hmm. and Dante Smiley. If he Never dies, he dies. Before. If he dies, he dies, red death, going against Dante Smiley at Soar Championship Wrestling for the OIWA International Heavyweight Championship in a Puri Suru, I believe it is pronounced, match, yes. which kind of means the rules are more relaxed. 20 it, count on the outside, 8 count for knockout, the it, usual. It
1: seems very Japanese to me.
0: Yes. Or maybe, like, I don't know, maybe, like, Mexican or something like that, because, like, Mexicans, like Mexican, like, luchador wrestling has, like, a lot of, like, relaxed rules for tag teams and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Either way, that's the match. Side note, I was bumping to Smiley's entrance music the whole time. Man's got a great music, a uh, great choice of music for his soundtrack. Mm hmm. All right, so let's get into this because this is a long ass match. This is like a 20 minute match. Okay, let's get into it right. then. Yeah. Beginning uh, of this match is just a lot of back and forth grappling. Mm hmm. Another technical, okay. technical, uh, technical bout here. Yep, I think my favorite part of this was probably when Smiley and Garcia were doing a thing where they were pushing each other onto their heads, and they had to, like, arch their back and bounce on their heads, and they went back and forth with this. Yes, that was very good. Very cool looking. Uh, Garcia eventually does get the upper hand when he uh, takes Smiley to the floor and ties his legs up, and then he pulls <laughs> his arms behind his back and starts to clap his hands together. This spot always looks so... It's like when I... When, like, it looks watch, so
1: painful, doesn't it? Doesn't it does. It's like when but I... But then you think,
0: you, and you're like... My arms
1: actually don't go back pretty far without it hurting, I guess. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's kind of like when you watch, like, this is going to be like a fucking throwback. When Alexa Bliss did the dislocated arm spot, I think it was during the Nia Jax Bucci ad, and I always watched that. I always thought, that looks so fucking awful. But then she just pops it in like it's nothing. Huh. Yeah, that was <laughs> gave you PTSD from that fucking spot. I'm uh, watching her shoulder pop out like that just oh, Just the fucking limp yeah. ass
1: arm. Like I know I know she's fine and I know it's probably something she knows how to do, but like ugh. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Bone shouldn't up. Bone should no do that. Should no do that. That's no blame, bueno, <laughs> as they say in the biz. <laughs> so after this, uh Smiley gets out and then Garcia is able to drop toe hold him and blocks him in a tight side headlock, and after this we get this we get some really athletic fucking feats in this match that I cannot wait to talk about. So we get the spot where the two of them are kind of jumping over the oh, jumping or running the ropes and jumping over each other, and Smiley just straight up box jumps Garcia, which fucking blew my mind. Like that is some Montez Ford level of athleticism to be able to jump that fucking high.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: The two then started ramming into each other, shoulder first, just repeatedly, and then when neither one fell, they both just swung for the fences and just were just just deliver these meaty ass chops to each other's chests. they're just oh oh, yeah god and then finally it ends when Garcia gets Smiley in a headlock so Smiley throws him into the ropes and Garcia flips him across the ring with just this beautiful belly to belly suplex yeah oh my god gorgeous Mm -hmm. oh Smiley actually yeah
1: Uh, there was was the one part I don't know if you mentioned it already but the double stomp from Smiley while uh Garcia was coming at him on the Irish whip
0: I don't think I mentioned that yet. And And
1: Dante just, like, jumped up and just double stomped him down.
0: Mm, oh, God, this man had hops for days. Yeah. So then after that, Dante's got Garcia in the corner for a bit somehow, and he's able to beat him down. Oh, it's literally, I believe, is it this? Oh, no, it's not. Anyhow, back to what I was saying. Yes. So Dante is able to actually get Garcia in the corner for a bit and beat him down until Garcia Irish whips him into the corner and delivers a swift chop. Immediately followed by him yanking the one arm he's got on Smiley forward and just flipping him over his shoulders onto his back. It's a really simple maneuver, but it looked fucking sick. Yes. Everything they did in this match just looked sick because they
1: sold like they sold great.
0: <laughs> yes, it was very good.
1: There's that one cell <laughs> from earlier where I think I think Dante hit Garcia with some sort of slam and Don- and <laughs> Garcia just stiffened up and was just like hey. Yep, like a statue, the and then he fell backwards and just right yep. into the pin, but he still just... was just stiff as a board.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, from this point on, after this, it's a lot of Garcia just uh, putting really intricate submission holds onto uh, Dante. Mm-hmm. Like, there's the sitting figure for leg lock. There's the, uh, where he had, like, Dante's legs tied up in front of him, and then he pulled his legs back into a cover attempt, which looked really cool. I haven't actually seen a pin like that before. Mm-hmm. And uh eventually though, Dante does actually get some offense in when he uh when Garcia runs at him in the corner and he just dropped toll holes in face first into the turnbuckle and he just eats shit. Damn. Fucking look like it hurt. <laughs> Smiley at this point is then in full control of the match. He just takes Garcia apart at this point. Like he just starts stomping on his hands, using the ropes to tie up and attack Garcia's leg. This seemingly actually really hurts Garcia's leg, so he like is in the corner, like Basically telling the ref that he, he he doesn't know if he can continue, and Dante's mm-hmm. like, "Come on, man, get the fuck over here." <laughs> and then, <laughs> so eventually though, he does actually uh, get back in the corner and snap Mayor Garcia's out of it, and then he just punt kicks him in the back. Yikes. However, this this just kind of fires Garcia up, who's like, "Oh yeah, hit me fucking more, bitch." Mm-hmm. And they and then he does the exact same thing back to Smiley, and they just go back and forth, just fucking. Walping the shit out of each other with these hard-hitting strikes basically. I can't describe it anymore they're just going back and forth it's like anything you can do I can do better basically nice so then he tries to uh so then after that Garcia gets the upper hand and tries to Irish whip Smiley and Smiley tries to jump over him like the last time again but this time Garcia actually stops like mid he just full-on stops <laughs> oh I love this not <laughs> And then Gar- Dante's like, "Oh shit!" And then Garcia just runs up and just running, shots him in the chest. Garcia is just like, "Oh no, not this time!" <laughs> he's, not like, again. he's like,
1: "I'll step back." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dante's like, "Oh fuck!"
1: <laughs> Bam! It was so cartoonish. It was so good.
0: I loved it. So uh, let's see. Uh, Dante then is able to get Garcia in the corner. They two fight him out. It's a lot of like back and forth. I think Garcia hits. Yeah, Garcia's able to continue his off uh, offense with a palm strike. The, did you hear that? Is that thunder? Yeah, that's thunder outside my. Holy uh, moly. That's probably going to be coming my way pretty soon. Probably, yeah. I think they said there's like a 56 percent chance of rain. But anyway, I'm not a weatherman. I'm just a wrestling fan.
1: That was crazy.
0: Mm hmm. So uh, after this, Garcia's get, able to. Can we get
1: that on the t shirt? I'm not a <laughs> weatherman. I'm just a wrestling <laughs> fan. I'd wear a shirt.
0: <laughs> I like that.
1: <laughs> pretty good.
0: So after this, Garcia gets him in smiling to the corner. He continues his offense on him. Gets him with a palm strike, followed by a Saito suplex, which is kind of like I can't even. Do, I, I had to look up the name of this thing. This this is always used in matches. This where you get like they get underneath the one opponent's arm and they just like pull them back and just slam them back or head first onto the canvas. He then gets Smiley with a dragon screw leg sweep out of the corner, and then hits a massive Shining Wizard to the back of Smiley's head. And then we get to the spot where Garcia tries so fucking hard to suplex him, just over and over, but Dante just refuses to fucking budge. Like, he's like a rock. And eventually he's able to throw Garcia over his shoulders, and forms him so hard in the face that he actually has to be like, oh, fuck, and he has to, like, shake his hand out because it hurts so bad. Yeah. I think after this thing, yeah, Garcia boots him in the face and su- hits the suplex he was trying to hit before. And <laughs> I don't know about you, Mikey, but after this, I love this, this little spot where Garcia's, like, telling everyone outside. He's like, he's done. It's I'm over. about to beat him. And We're Dante done. just starts kicking him in the back of the head from the floor just to be like, no, bitch. Hey, I'm still here. I'm Shut silly. up. So Garcia turns around and just palm strikes him in the <laughs> chest and I'm just like, oh, palm he'll strike. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, um, after this Garcia then he just like oh what is it Uh, Dante is able to actually stop Garcia when he goes to pick him up he rolls him onto he's able to actually double leg take down Garcia and flip him onto his feet kicks him in the gut and then hits a phenomenal looking cradle suplex Garcia was really good because this is what you were talking about before where he's so stunned he just has he's full on like arms and legs out stuck sitting up Dante goes to like pin him and he's just like stiff as a board when he goes to pin him mm-hmm. really good selling by Garcia And then we get this awesome spot where Smiley gets Garcia in like a fireman's carry, so Garcia elbows his way out of it. And then when you think, oh, he's gonna stop now. He just keeps elbowing him in the fucking face over and over again. Mm -hmm. Then Dante hits a huge Gamangiri to Garcia's shoulder, and this just sets off another amazing back and forth of strikes between these two. Nice. My favorite being personally the God-tier-looking Pele kick from Dante. Mm -hmm. That shit was fucking beautiful. Nice. And then after that Pele kick, it finishes off with Garcia planting Dante with a huge German suplex, and then Dante knocking Garcia's lights out with a knee to the face, which knocks the two both to the floor. Gorgeous. After this, Mikey, uh, what's what's your favorite part after this? Because this is towards the end of the match, where they really start to just fucking go bell to bell with this shit. Oh, is this where the the huge double stomp happens that I love? Yeah, the double stomp was fucking great. (laughs) It's It's like Kofi Kingston's double stomp, but then it's like doubled somehow. Like, he just gets so much fucking air when he hits him with that.
1: Yeah, it, it was wild. That's, like, what stuck out to me. Oh, the big, the actual finish of the match actually, like, got me so bad.
0: Well, that's like, good.
1: Like, if there's any big other big spots you want to talk about between now and the actual finishing submission hold, then say your piece, because I'm about to go over the, the thing All that right. got me the let's most. right, let's
0: see. I think my, uh, there was another good moment here where uh, Garcia got uh, lifted up onto Dante's shoulders in, like, a fire miscarry, and he hits him with the fire miscarry cutter. Yes. and I love how after this Garcia kicks out but then he kicks out again like twice because he's Dante's basically knocked him the fuck out but on instinct Garcia even unconscious refuses to fucking lose and it's so metal and I love it I love yeah. Red Death so much
1: Daniel Garcia never fucking quits dog
0: oh yeah I think like right after that he immediately like flips Dante onto his back and just immediately locks in a sharpshooter like I remember being like damn that was really fucking fast holy fuck very good all right, I've said my piece. And okay, with it.
1: yeah, the ending of this match—it's brutal. So, uh, Dante get Dante Smiley gets Daniel Garcia in a sharpshooter, mm-hmm. and Garcia—it's just like a regular sharpshooter. And then the refs asking Garcia, "You want to tap? You give up?" It's like, "No way, no way! I'm not giving up." And get, Garcia kept saying, "No, not doing it, not doing it." And then Dante stands up and just has the sharpshooter in, but. Garcia is just hanging there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh no! Yeah, it, it oh was fucking my God. rough.
0: It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot.
1: I oh. <laughs> they just stood he up with him in his arms. Like a
0: fucking pretzel, man. And
1: Garcia's just hanging from the sharpshooter and Garcia finally taps out at that point. But his hands couldn't hit the ground so he couldn't tap out. He was mm-hmm. like, I give up, I give up. And he's like desperately trying to tap the mat but he can't reach it.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot about it yeah he had to like ch- he had to like touch like his fingertips could only reach the max yeah, he's he was like pumping the up! Air. <laughs> it's like the inverse of like Wheeler Yuta and Lee Mor- the finisher that he used on Lee Moriarty. In oh, the one match we reviewed a while that back. that
1: match that was good.
0: Yeah, it's like that except instead of him like lifting him up his whole body, he just straight up picked Garcia up into the fucking air. mm-hmm. looked fucking great. And Garcia
1: taps out uh, and that's what ends this match.
0: Mhm. I think uh, after there's a nice little promo from Dante that gets cut off by the YouTube video where he's like, "Respect this man."
1: Yeah, like, damn, this guy. Uh, and then it just would cuts off. Die, yeah.
0: I love. I really like this match. I thought the wrestling was really well done. I thought that the selling was good, even if it was a bit exaggerated at times. I'll take that over no selling or not or barely selling anything at a hundred percent.
1: Mhm. Yeah, me too uh it's like uh it was just two guys just really like what I like overpowering each other, right, just yeah. trying to get the bet just trying to one up each other in terms of just pain,
0: yep, pain <laughs> that love fucking bring me back to
1: my middle school, days of this shit. <laughs> uh but yeah, this one was solid uh what do you what do you think you're giving
0: it? I think i'm I think I know what my rating is. I'm gonna give this match hmm, I gave it a high meta on my sheet here. I'm going to keep it at it. I'll, I'll stick with my I'll stick I th- with pass sack.
1: I think that's also where I'm at. And that might be due to the fact that this match came after two technical slogs. I mean, uh, like so a- what? So when it was a third kind of technical slog in the beginning, I was just like, uh, again?
0: Back-to-back <laughs> <to>
1: back <laughs> yeah.
0: technical wrestling. Ryan, uh, and I would be on that shit. You're just like, uh. uh, uh, uh. Another one? <laughs>
1: Come on. It's like, I think I was just craving more action at that point, so that might be that I might I might need to watch this match in a vacuum again.
0: Granted, to get it a, is clean, 20 minutes a clean, now.
1: opinion, yeah, it's a long ass fucking match. Hmm. I match, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the high man. I just just out of pure respect for the guys involved. Hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's oh, all boy. of our matches we reviewed this week. So that just leave that 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 that. That's all the matches we had this week, so that just now brings us to the Double Down. The Double Down. This is the segment of the show where me and Zach flash back to last week and pull pull matches from each
0: other's perspectives. Uh, Zach, what did I give you to watch last week? Oh boy, oh boy, you gave me Christian Casanova going against Blake Christian at Beyond Wrestling. This match was really well-paced. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely definitely paced very well for these two. Like, this this was the kind of match I was talking about earlier that I wanted after after watching all these technical slogs.
0: Yep. Like you said, somehow, despite how fast paced this match is, it never overstays its welcome. It's never boring to watch. It's always mm-hmm. fun to watch. It's really well put together. Yeah. Like, I just loved how the beginning of the match, they were just up front. It was just super fast, smooth, and flashy back-and-forth maneuvers between the two of them at the par- beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like a dance in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. I love the part where uh, Casanova got behind Blake and rolled him into the ground while he also rolled, and then he f- just kipped up and hit pe- him with a ground Pele kick. And I was mm-hmm. just like, all right, all right, motherfucker. You all right, right we're play. in. You got me. Let's fucking go. Uh, Let's see. Another part I liked was when uh, Blake was just repeatedly kicking the chest and back of Casanova, and he finished it off with this huge drop kick to the back of his head. And it was just a nice, because it's just one of those examples that shows that these two aren't just good at flippy shit, they're also really good at just, at, like, with their strikes as well. Mm-hmm. Enjoy- it was good. Uh, let's see, the next thing that comes to mind would probably be uh, Blake's incredible handspring DDT and cross-legged falcon driver combination that he did, which looked fucking awesome.
1: Oh, yeah, super sick. Uh,
0: if I were, but I would be reminisced not to talk about the other springboard spot, which I love, which would be uh, Casanova's Dirty Diana spot, which I looked <laughs> up. Dirty Diana is a <laughs> tilt to whirl headlock driver.
1: Very nice.
0: Very much like Bailey's rose plant. Oh, okay. So with a lot more, with a lot more f- uh, flair to it. A lot more flair and a lot more. Oomph. Like this sequence started off with Casanova going for it. Blake countered it by landing on his head when he when he, when he and flipping through it. Incredible. And then Blake hits Casanova with a running knee, only for Casanova to use the momentum of getting hit to rebound off the ropes and hit hit the dirty Diana. I thought it was sick. <laughs> I've never seen anyone take a fucking headlock driver into a tilt-a-whirl version off of that, but hey, first time for everything in wrestling, always. Yeah. I also enjoyed right after this the um the heavy like the fast but heavy-handed strikes from these two, uh especially when Blake popped off with the big ass back elbow to the face, the clubbing blow to the midsection, a spinning backhand to the back of Casanova's head, and then a bulldog-esque sling blade that just put him face-first into the mat. We had a lot of oomph behind it. I was very impressed by Blake, but I'm Mm -hmm. always impressed by Blake, so. Hey, it's hard not to be. Finally, the finish of this match was great. Blake did a good job of selling it. Casanova executed very well. For those of you that weren't here, may have not been here last week or missed the episode, basically Blake went to the top, went for his 450. He missed it. Casanova hit a cartwheel head head scissors DDT. And then finish Blake off with a scissor kick, which he calls the sucker kick, which I love.
1: Talk, <laughs> referencing referencing the OG, the OG himself, Booker T. Yeah, for,
0: to the back give of it, Christian's head for, for Christian. the win. Very yeah, love
1: yeah, this match was awesome.
0: It's good. This is a nice, this is a nice uh, change of pace from the twenty minute match. Yeah, <laughs> I for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, this one's solid. It's definitely uh, exactly the kind of wrestling you expect out of Blake Christian.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. All heart. Uh, with man, with he
1: obviously heart. no ill intent meant behind that statement. Oh yeah, because no, no, he no. This
0: is, is, the, is the, exactly the kind of good stuff he's known for that and man, I, I loved it. He is a workhorse of a wrestler. That man, every match is like, I'm going 100%, I don't give a fuck. Indubitably.
1: <laughs> so what did I give you again? You gave me Casey Blackrose Martinez taking on Chase Owens. Ah yes, this match from the hybrid school of wrestling.
0: Yes, uh,
1: I don't want to. I don't want to go too much into it because you did a pretty good describing it last. described it last week. Uh, it's kind of a slow start here with these two like feeling each other out, you know, mm-hmm. just trying to get the upper hand on each other, doing the old collar and elbows, breaking out of it, you know, waiting, waiting around, like, like, hmm, how am I going to go about this one? You know.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Uh,
1: then there was the funny parts that <laughs> that you that kept mentioning where. Owens just kept going, wait! Look up! Psh. And then it gets him again with it, and then and then um, Black Rose tries to do it to Owens. Yep. And Owens is like, "I'll oh, get the fuck out of here with that.
0: <laughs> like, I didn't just do it to you twice, come on! What are you trying just, to do here, kid? I'll never get over it. he just, like, tries it anyway. He's like, I'm gonna try it. they it worked for him twice, it's gotta work for me at least once.
1: He just stops and goes, look up, and Owens goes, (coughs) slaps him again. He's like, stop that. Stop. Get some help. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Yeah, but this whole match, this match is a lot of just uh, uh, Casey, like, Casey's wearing down Chase, Chase's wearing down Casey, they're going back and forth, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then there's one point in in the match where the audio gets out of sync.
0: Yeah, oh.
1: which obviously isn't the wrestler's fault, so that's not going to be anything against the match. Just a note I wanted to make
0: for anyone. Oh my god, I I was for anyone like, who like, that bothers. I was sitting there and I was like, <laughs> "Gee, I wonder who could be bothered by that." Uh, anyone oh, who that... that bothers that
1: that really that really messes with my head. Uh, I I hate I hate when that happens. It I... me when the audio and uh, video are out of sync. It just I... drives me nuts. I
0: was sitting there and I was like, did that happen? And then I remember, I was like, holy fuck, I remember mid in the middle of the match there was a point where I was like, wait. Hold on, wait a sec. That Didn't that just happen? Didn't that already happen? Wait, what? Hold on.
1: Yeah. Huh. It's amazing. That I, I was like, these reactions seem late. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, that annoyed me. But yeah, that again, yeah, that's obviously not the wrestler's fault, so that's obviously not getting any strikes against this match. hmm uh, but yeah, they, they hit each other with big strikes back and forth. They just go for like a big slugfest with the knee, with like elbows and chops and blah, 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 you know.
0: You know, the whole uh, nine yards.
1: Yeah, Casey hit. There's one point where Casey goes for a lion salt.
0: Mm hmm. But Chase, oh, I remember this, yes.
1: But Chase gets his knees up. hmm. And takes Casey out and then hits Casey with a package pile driver for the win. Yes. So good. Um,. Mm-hmm. I like this match. I think I'm going to give it the... I, mm, I like this match. Uh, I'm trying to think of why I like this match to see what I have to give it here.
0: You did <sighs> go through, I think it's now four. Four <laughs> slow-paced technical wrestling matches. Yeah,
1: today. this wasn't my week. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, it's uh, the ebb and flow. I got the meh matches all through that one week. You got hit with this type of matches this week.
1: Yeah. I, I, I got I to gotta choose more carefully next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this one was this one still wasn't bad though like like he was yeah. like sure these technical wrestling matches are slogs sometimes but I can still respect them for being a good match you know
0: yes I think uh, I were- sorry god now I was gonna say, if I recall correctly, I think I was this match got the high meh for me a uh, barely because of the finish because the finishing sequence just got me amped.
1: I think I'm I think I'm in the exact same spot as you. It's like a high meh, but just barely, and mm-hmm. it's because of the exact same reason. It's because it ended really well, but the whole rest of the match was like okay, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give it the high because I liked I did like it the high meh here. I did like it. Uh, I did appreciate it, and these dudes still put on a solid matchup. So hell yeah all right so that ju- that is everything that is all of our matches so that just leaves us with the plugs and the preview of next week will be tweeted out along with this matchup along with this match announcement so stay tuned on t- on our twitter going right into the plugs perfect transition <laughs> so stay tuned on our twitter to see the preview of next week uh which is count out uh, which is at count pod over there uh, so stay stay subscribed anywhere you can get your podcast, go subscribe to our other shows on the network like Hate the Books where me and Ryan Knightsey book Raw and Smackdown every single week, we are getting so excitingly close to money in the bank, it is game time, game changing things are happening over there, we are on a pay-per-view road here so please so go check that out if you're into fantasy booking and of course we have your dose of death every week where Lauren Rosenberg uh, gets into the world of deathmatch wrestling and we have had to talk to your friends about wrestling with Amanda and Ashley awesome show uh, go check out all of them here on the Countout Network and if there's anything that you have questions about that I did not mention go check out countoutpod.com where you can find out anything and everything about the Countout Network and everyone involved in it uh So Zach, anything to plug? No, as usual, so that just leaves me with one thing left to say, and that is to remember that there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out
0: there so never stop exploring.